This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Welcome to the podcast Secrets of the North, a podcast about true crime in Northern BC. I'm your host, Emily Gallen. And I'm the co-host, Spencer Hall. Our podcast may contain mature content, and it usually does, so listener discretion is strongly advised. Well, Spencer, is anything new going on? Oh, the holidays. Well, how have those been for you? They were pretty good. Uh, we had some friends over for Hanukkah, uh, so nice. that was good. Yeah, so I made some latkes and some challah, uh, and then a lot oh, of people also do. eat jelly donuts or sifganiot for Hanukkah, but I don't trust myself with making desserts, so I did not. Do the jelly donuts have, like, a powdered sugar on them? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I love it. Uh, fun fact, <laughs> that's actually because in Poland, uh, sugar was super cheap, and then the Jews were like... Yeah, we can make donuts. Yeah. yeah. That's it. We can turn this into something. Yeah. You know what? Let's make something. Uh, yeah. You know, after 5,000 years, you got you to gotta switch it up every once in a while. You but do. there's probably a better way of explaining that. And don't take my uh, two cents into Jewish history. Because if you are actually interested in Jewish history, look it up from somebody a little bit more credible than I am. I'm not a rabbi. Look it up it from not. Spencer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, no, otherwise it was really good. Uh, it was Nick's first Hanukkah, so... Ooh. Yeah, yeah. So that was that's fun. How was how was your Christmas? It was good. It started off with birthday month, yes. as you do know, as you came over for the birthday parties mm-hmm. slash Christmas parties slash everybody in December's birthday. Which I didn't realize that your partner was also born on the same day as you, which is for one weird. Yeah, that was a fun thing to find out on our first after our first date. I yeah. added him on Facebook, and then I was like, "Wait, is your birthday actually December 11th?" He was like, "Yeah," and now he's like, "Oh wait," and I was like, "Yeah." What if you were switched at birth? I don't think that's the case because he looks nothing like me. And I also have a twin, so I'm kind of used to people being oh, born on the first yeah. day. Or on the same day as me, excuse me. Um, so, oh, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, no, so it was good time, good time. All the best people are born in December. I felt really bad because I had pictures of everybody else on the f- tree whose birthday was, but then I didn't have him. So I quickly snagged a little selfie and printed it out. And my husband found it the next day and he's like, what is this? I'm like... <laughs> Yo, there's no there's no reason for you to know this i also don't i feel like at this point your husband probably just needs to pick his battles with things oh, yeah. that he asks about yeah he it's expected That's, for me by now as someone the picture of some dude's face is not the weirdest thing that you could have printed no and he loved watching the video clips the next day of uh, everyone stumbling out of the house so when you and your man were leaving and he couldn't get his back or his jacket on, that was pretty good. It's pretty good. It was pretty funny. You sent it to me with no context later and I was like, ha ha, Nick. Uh, love him. <laughs> anyway. Let me remind you what you did last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he didn't remember. Beautiful. Yep. It was a good party. It was a good party. And we drank wine. We Speaking did. Speaking of wine. Is it wine time? It's oh, a nice little segue. Yeah, take oh. me down to wine corner. Well. As you know, we have been sponsored by Northern Lights Estate Winery. I do know this, and I love it. I also enjoy it. Uh, I've been able to drink so many different types of wine that I never would have even thought to buy for myself. So right now we are drinking a Cassis Noir, or a Cassis if you want to say it, but I'm going to say it a little bit French because it seems fancy. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a vibrant drinking experience. Uh, it's essentially just black currant wine with some blueberries mixed in. Oh, it's so good. Um, yes, and... Uh, it apparently pairs very well with barbecue ribs, hearty winter beef stew, which sounds delish, or an eggplant parmesan. Um, and 
it's really good. The first thing I did actually when I had a sip of it, said, I turned to Emily and I said, that's really good. And the, which prompted her to then take a sip. And then she looked at me in my eyes and said, it is really good. And I was like, like, oh, okay. (laughs) You're Uh, so surprised that I believed you. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, But yeah, no. So if you want to check out this flavor or some other wines that that Northern Lights Estate Winery has, definitely go do that. You can order it online and it is delicious. I love that we can order it online. Right? Wine online. www.northernlightswinery.ca.ca. In my butt. Okay, that's not part of the thing. Anyway, you know what other corner we're going to go to right now? my butt corner no that that's an entire room there's not a corner for that (laughs) no we're gonna go down to crime corner okay i haven't been here in a while it's been a hot minute i need to know the deets on the streets the deets on the streets emily this is a this was literally published today okay so i haven't read it then fresh off the presses rcmp looking for man who punched self-checkout till oh i did okay i haven't read this but i did see the mugshot Yep. Okay. Uh, so, the Fort St. John RCMP are looking for a man after he reportedly punched a self-checkout till at Safeway earlier this month. On December 20th of 2022, at 6.13 p.m., RCMP received a call from Safeway employees about a man damaging the machine, which is now unusable. Which... He punched it so hard, Emily, that, like, I saw a picture of it. It's like a fist-sized hole which... in the self-checkout till. Wait, does it say which grocery store? It's Safeway. Safeway? It's Fort St. John Safeway. Nice. Um, so officers obtained the surveillance video and are requesting the public's assistance in identifying the suspect. There's a lovely photo of him. And this is December, what, 16th, is that? This was the 22nd. Oh, the 22nd. Oh. Or sorry, the 20th. Okay, he's really like, he's getting ready for Christmas. He was stressed out. <laughs> he's stressed out. So the man appears to be heavy set in his 40s to 50s and wears glasses. Um, and then, obviously, if you uh, recognize the man, you can head over to energeticcity.ca to look at the photo. But also, it is just objectively funny to me as a person, not as a journalist. That's actually kind of alarming to me as a journalist. But as a person, kind of funny. Well, when because you, you that but also something I do feel bad for the poor Safeway employees who are just getting minimum wage and like have to deal with this man. It why punch it? I mean, it's, what, is it just not working? Like, I don't. I don't know. I also want to know, did he pay for his groceries? Did I don't know. without paying? You think he just, like, up and left? He was just like, no. Well, they can, they'll see on um, their footage if he, like, didn't pay or whatever. Oh, I don't, anger. the picture. Ooh, it's, it's, it's funny and it's also so sad. It, yeah. You're no, like, there's, there's something. I want to know what the story was behind that one, but. It, it's one of those things probably that was just the tipping point. Yeah. Which it's is a good book. And it's, yes, it is. Um, but it's also one of those things where just objectively, if you just look at it and with just the facts that we know, bizarre. But Maybe the till deserved it. We don't know. We haven't heard We don't know what story. this till said. You know when you go to Savon or whatever and they're like, what's your Savon Mort number? And I'm like, mm. oh, I don't have one. And then you ring everything through and then it asks you again. I'm like, you cannot leave until we have your Save On More number. The thing that bothers me, I think, the most about that is that I do have a Save On More number. I just don't know what it is. Do you, just put it on your keychain. I lost it. Just put it in your butt. No. <laughs> That's a hard, your hard no. I lost my Triangle Rewards card off my keys the other day. And oh, it was, yeah. It, like, as a Canadian, it's tragic. As a person who has multiple email addresses for multiple, like, free trials for things, yeah. that saddens me because you're going to have to open another email account. I know. <laughs> I already have so many. And you're so never going to know the password. Nope. You will never remember it. Nope. 
All right. Well, that was Crime Corner. Uh, we're not making fun of the man who punched the thing. It's just objectively, it's very funny to me. Just, I mean, I might be slightly making okay, well, fun I'm, of him. I'm not. Okay. Um, sir, I'm sure you had a very good reason for it. Uh, Maybe. We don't know the till side of the story. I don't. I don't. But the till okay. is also an inanimate object. Mm. That's what you think. Okay. Well, okay, well moving on there. That's a whole other philosophical debate. That sounds like a Futurama episode, but That sounds like the third glass of wine. Sounds like the thir- that that sounds like a third glass of Casino Noir discussion. <laughs> from um, from Northern Estates Wine. Yeah, no, sponsor. Um anyway, how well, about speaking of sponsors? Yeah, speaking of sponsors, let's speak about them. Let's hear from them. Let's let other people tell us about them. Yeah. Have you ever wondered about the story behind why a monument in Fort St. John was built? Or who started the first hockey tournament in northern BC? Check out Voices of the Peace, a podcast from edgeccity.ca that answers these questions and more. Host Ted Sloan sits down with the people who make this city and region a great place to live. Go to edgeccity.ca slash voices to find out more. Check out all of our podcasts. Go to edgeccity.ca slash podcasts. Let's get into this. You have a you have a, a tale to tell me. I have a deep dive to take you down right. and... I don't think you've heard about this case before, actually. Probably not. You may have heard about the um, the victims. Uh, recently, this was just in the news. So, me, Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, let me just put on my uh, podcast voice and we'll get into oh, it. Oh, yeah. Let me slip into something more comfortable. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to focus on a case that has come to light lately in the news, and I actually have never heard of it, nor came across it yet in my research. This is the case of Yvonne Doucette and James Pitt. It was October 1980 when a young mother of three and a young man were both shot to death on separate occasions. Yvonne Doucette was a 29-year-old mother of three living in Dawson Creek, British Columbia at the time. She accidentally interrupted a young man by the name of Darcy Sidoric in her basement, who at the time had intentions of killing himself. Sidoric was just 16 years old at the time and was a family friend of Yvonne's. I don't have records of exactly what happened next, but... OCanada.ca outlines that he sexually assaulted and then shot Doucette in her basement in Dawson Creek, BC. Jesus Christ, that that escalated so mm-hmm. quickly. So from what I read, it sounded like, you know, he had intentions of completing suicide in the basement. She had interrupted that. But that also, that to me doesn't make sense because why would you go from that to killing someone? Like that, that doesn't yeah, make sense. Yeah, there's not usually a correlation there. I mean, in my layman's opinion. Or or if you are not wanting to be stopped, and then you murder them, and then you murder yourself. But that's not what happened. He then left the Doucette residence in her vehicle and headed towards Pink Mountain. Pink Mountain is about two and a half hours north of Dawson Creek. After he dumped Doucette's car at a service station, he hitched a ride. The young man who picked up Sidoric was named James Pitt. James Pitt was a 19-year-old, and at the time he was a resident of Montney, B.C., so again, kind of, you know, he goes out of his way to pick this guy up because um, he's, of course, yeah, D- uh, Sidoric has ditched Doucette's vehicle and now Pitt is picking him up. Yes. Um, so again, kind of similar to Kirk Morin, but yeah. not really. Uh, just happens to go and, and pick someone up. Yeah. So Would you have... ever pick somebody up? I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have picked people up. And I've hitchhiked a lot in my day. Okay. It's... It's bad. I had one, someone pick me up once, mm-hmm. and it was like a friend's dad, like an acquaintance's dad. Oh, so you knew him. Yeah, and he was, he yelled at me the whole time. Yeah, he was just like, you better blah, blah, blah. But I've had 
pretty good experiences. This is not (laughs) don't hitchhike, folks. If you don't have to, yeah, don't just because Emily has been lucky. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Like I, I don't know if I'd ever pick anyone up if it was winter and they genuinely looked like they were in need. Sure, but also we know that serial killers like to do that. Yes, so it's difficult. I've always been told. Because I live near the Highway of Tears, I've always been told, well, a don't hit, don't hitchhike, but mm-hmm. b, um, like essentially, it's safer for you to just call the authorities, and then they can figure out that, yeah. that to help them to yeah. go where they need to go, not not to be like, yeah, call the cops, but like, yeah, hitchhiking is one of those weird things where it's like it used to be fun and safe but not really (laughs) people used to think it was fun and safe but it never has been and it probably never will be because let's be honest you're 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 putting your own uh, well-being in the hands of strangers oh yeah and opportunistic strangers absolutely it's like when people steal cars that are running right like like when they're warming your car up yeah and and some people have their kids in the back that's okay, I don't know if that's happened here, but it's oh, well, not I don't think it's um, happened here. No, but like you know when you know because I'm fortunate enough to have a car that has remote start, but I didn't Me last too. year. Um, Peasant. I, wow. Okay. Uh, don't be classist. But anyway, uh, no, like my old car couldn't, and then you'd always see the RCMP being like, "Well, don't leave your car running," and I'm like, "Well, I need to warm up my car," but it turns out that you could just have a spare key. It's a pretty you don't think about it but that makes sense uh but anyway uh don't hitchhike and don't leave your car running because someone will steal it because people will do that if they have the opportunity that presents itself anyway um take me back to where we were where we were according to riverblock news pitt's car was found near pink mountain which was approximately two and a half hours away he had been reported missing after not returning from going to visit his friends Hmm. so i'm assuming spoiler alert Sidurik is behind James Pitt disappearing. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, what on earth would bring a 16-year-old Sidorik to carry out these sinister crimes? According to The Citizen, Sidorik was not a stranger to criminal and abnormal behavior. In fact, he once set himself on fire as an infant and showed ongoing fits of violence and cruelty towards others. Another article I read said he was only three years old at the time when he'd set fire to himself and spent many years alone in the hospital before his parents relinquished custody. Oh. But I don't don't understand how an infant can set fire to himself. A three-year-old? Yeah, that that's tough. I don't know. I mean, like, I was a dumbass kid like any other kid, and I played with matches. Don't do that if you're a child listening to this. First off, don't listen to the podcast. But second, don't light yourself on fire. Those are the two rules of you being a child right now. They're making it sound intentional, whereas I wonder if it wasn't just accidental. I'm feeling like if the parents are relinquishing custody, like, I don't want to blame the parents because clearly, like, they got some stuff going on. But, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound like he has the best support system. OCanada.ca stated that Sidorik had a long criminal record, including theft, break and enter, and assaulting a teacher and a seven-year-old. He was also accused of driving a snowmobile through a group of school children. At the age of 14, he'd been expelled from every public school in Fort Nelson. So he grew up, he, um, he was growing up at this time in Fort Nelson, it sounds oh, okay. like. Yeah. He also had a history of abusing animals, including using an axe to decapitate a dog left by a neighbor to freeze outside. Jesus fucking Christ. Mm-hmm. Sorry. This is, and I do, I, I'll get into it a little bit later too. Um, oh, actually, right. A lot, lot of warning signs here. 
everything that you've just mentioned is like every serial killer documentary I've ever watched. Yes. Where it's like he was, he had a to, uh, tumultuous upbringing. He was, you know, abusing animals. Mm-hmm. He is, what else is, is he doing? He's, you know, arson. Dri- dri- arson, driving a, I mean, this isn't bed part wedding. of the, bed. well, actually I didn't know the bedwetting part. I also yeah. don't know anybody that's driving us or has been accused of driving a snowmobile through a group of school children don't that's it that's it that don't do that i mean for for one that's awful mm-hmm. so and he's showing and it's just also, no remorse no for the suffering sh- of others he's showing these tendencies at such an early age very young and a lot of the times these cases they will see like an early onset and then like this trend oh and it's pretty like I mean, it could have... Nature versus nurture, right? Mm -hmm. So after an investigation of some kind, it doesn't really state how exactly Darcy was arrested. Mm -hmm. But during court two years later, ocanada.ca stated, Sidoric was tried for the murders as an adult in Vancouver. He pleaded guilty to a second-degree murder charge and began serving his sentence in federal prison on September 20th, 1982. Okay. All right, Spencer, can you read the statement? that Sidoric made from ocanada.ca for me. So he said, I don't want you to punish me. I want you to help me. I'm hopeful I'll progress with the help I'll receive if any help is given uh, is given me at all. But I also want to pause and note here that Yes, and and although we we've seen this before in some other cases, where the lipstick killer, I think, remember when he did. Oh. If you're, are you familiar with the lipstick killer? Yes, but it was another local one where the person had actually said, like, I want someone to help me, etc. I'm looking for help. I, I want I want it to stop. Basically, that like the killer didn't. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they didn't like what they're doing, yeah. but I think it's important that we focus like more on the victim. Yeah, it's also. Mm-hmm. I mean someone who's clearly struggling with psychopathy so Mm -hmm. i mean so moira pitt the victim james pitt's mother Mm -hmm. is quoted saying his crimes became more barbaric and heinous with the passage of time she wrote he burned small animals in the microwave fortunately his lawyer was able to clarify that they were abandoned pets making it acceptable i'm sorry i if you're a lawyer you know that's that's the hill you're dying on uh yeah, know, what the fuck that's mm-hmm. still a he- that, that's not a human being, but it, it's a being it's a it's a living animal it's a creature and then this mother has to be like oh really that's acceptable what about my son well, it's well you know she's showing just the, the cracks in the system yeah and how what you're able to justify the difference between canada's legal system versus the u.s like justice system is that Canada's is more for rehabilitation, I guess. But the problem is, is that as much as Europe, uh, no, but the problem is, is that a lot of the times, some of these things, like, I don't know if we'll ever get into it because I think it's a little bit too far away from us, but the medicine hat, uh, murder where that woman, that Mm. girl essentially murdered her family because she like fell in love with this guy who was like, told her that he was a vampire. I don't know if you ever read about that, but, um, so like she's out now and like he's still in prison but like it's just not sorry because there was oh no i'm thinking of the um the sleepwalker oh yeah family in i think but canada's justice system is more focused on rehabilitation but i would argue as somebody who i i do believe that the justice system shouldn't just be you fucked up so now you're going to prison forever which is kind of similar to the u.s justice system i don't think that we need to have a model of the u.s system and feel free to slide into our dms if you want to talk yeah. about this because i'm sure that you know there are other people that have their opinions and i respect that and i welcome it but i think the problem is is that canada 
BC specifically has too much of a revolving door system where it's like we're seeing these people all the time, you know, and they're just nothing's helping because there's not the mental health supports that clearly, I mean, apparently this kid needed, but also just generally there's just not mental health support in Canada, unfortunately. And there's even a little bit of a twist at the end, Spencer. What? Why do you do this to me? Just recently, Sidor actually... You know, he met his maker. He passed away in prison in Abbotsford, B.C. on November 2nd, 2022, just like a month ago. Yeah, no, I remember reading about this. Mm -hmm. He spent 40 years incarcerated for his crimes and died at the age of 58 with the cause not publicly listed, although they stated no suspicions. So essentially he spent... It, the majority of his life in prison. Mm-hmm. So he went in when he was 18 and he died at 58. And the speculation on the street was COVID-related death. He was apparently listed as an inmate and then no longer listed as an inmate. Okay. Not that there was, I think, a specific... COVID really did a number on the prison system like because yeah. they're, they're so close, right? Yeah. And, I mean, maybe he couldn't have been rehabilitated. Like, psychopaths, if there is something... Can you rehabilitate? Because I know that we can't do serial killers. I know that, like, I mean, last I heard, which was a while ago, I know that people are like, there's no treatment for serial killers. We don't know how to rehabilitate them. If there's a medication to change the part in their brain that's different, possibly to feel empathy. If there's a psychiatrist listening to this. Oh, yeah, there is. But it's a nature-nurture thing. It's probably part... He didn't have the nurture. Brain that that's clear. When nurture. when you set yourself on fire as an infant, I don't care if you're three or zero. Like you, babies should not be near. Playing like I have matches. a baby niece, and every time I see her, I become more and more adamant that she should not be allowed near fire. <laughs> like, you know, I, I would be interested if any of the listeners out there know the story about how that fire happened. I'd be if really you've interested. ever lit yourself on fire as an oh, infant, my sister, she wasn't an infant, but she accidentally lit herself on fire when she's in grade 11 oh yeah i was in i had an ear infection so i went to the hospital with my mom okay and then my sister was in grade 11 so she was going to look after my other older sisters mm-hmm. and she was making eggs and her sleeve caught on fire oh no yeah she got third degree burns all over okay, well, from that's like a... her ear oh. like, all the way down her body that's fine you know, oh i don't know something bad no Okay, well, I'm but telling yeah. you anyways. Okay. So she did the stop, drop, and roll, and then it lit our carpet on fire. I know, I know, I know, I know. Sorry, Sarah. I feel sorry, so Sarah, bad to laugh. You. I'm so sorry, no, Sarah. No, no, no. She's, she's alive. She's fine. She's okay, she's, she's, she's vibing. So she did that, and I always just made a joke about it because I'm like, they tell you to do that, and then they do. the carpet on fire. So that was fine. So then she started doing it on the linoleum, and then my sisters who, bless their hearts, they must have been in grade two and four. Four or five. Oh, you are not de- you are not prepped to deal with that situation. Yeah. Home alone. My dad was out of town. Oh my god, no! And so they went to grab flour, but they Baking accidentally soda. grabbed sugar. Oh my god, that's even worse. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry, Greg. Cut that. But Jesus no, Christ, don't get it. It's so bad. So they oh pour sugar god. on her. Oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry. <laughs> Nothing so burns bad. like sugar. They so might as well bad. have just been like, hold on, we got this, and just threw gasoline on her. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> dying. So she, she's fine in the end, but it's the even more fucked up is the part is the old hospital in Fort St. John. Um, it's not there anymore. No, but it used to be right by the Ramada. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So they, I was or at the, the Northern hospital. Grand. The Ramada only recently took. I was not ready for the Ramada to be there, and then suddenly I was driving, and there was a big red sign. It's like Ramada. And I was she like, be changing, oh, baby. She be, she be changing. changing. You know what? I love it. Mm-hmm. So my sister gets 
an ambulance to the hospital, and I open the doors, and it's my sister that gets wheeled in. Is it? Is it That's wild. Wild. Anyways, I definitely sidetracked. So, she kind of upstaged you there. I know she did. Rude. She upstaged this loser who, well, no, cut that. I don't know if I feel like saying, calling people losers. I mean, no. He did murder two people. He did murder two people. For next to no reason. I don't know if there was ever really a reason. That's the thing. I think the thing that's messing me up the most about this story is that there's really no reason why. Like, if he was going to commit suicide. in your brain, if you are going, if you are getting reinforcement out of inflicting harm on Mm -hmm. people and doing all those things, what's a competing reinforcer? Is there one? I don't know. But I guess at the end of the day, like, this person, no matter what mental stuff they were going through, they still caused the death of two people. You know, and I think that's that's the most important thing. I don't think like I like to think that people can change and that they're worth rehabilitating. But when they cause death for people like of people, that's when you really have to be like, "Mm, there's not really coming back from that. Unfortunately, I couldn't find too much information, like personal information about um, James and Yvonne, but they are the real victims here. Just like James mom was saying, there needs to be focus put on like how they fell through the cracks, um, more focus put on the victims mm-hmm. and prevention for what is happening. Because she said that this was known to the RCMP. I read somewhere that the RCMP like even stated, like, this kid needs mm-hmm. help. Like, we have yeah. to do something about this kid. And the um, Riverblock News actually published Yvonne's obituary as follows. Okay. Mrs. Doucette was born October 1st, 1951 in Campbell River, B.C., she is survived by her husband, Melvin, her sons, Daryl and Dwayne, and her daughter, Dana. Nice D's. Do's that set a thing for D names. Heck yeah. No, this, I mean, that's ultimately like, you know, that's just sad. You know, like like this. She's 29. This, she was 29. Like that's that's me in four years. That was me a Two long years time ago. ago. Two years ago? <laughs> no, I'm 36. You know what? You don't look a day for 31. Blessed. But uh, that's not the important part here. The important part is that Two people met their end when they shouldn't have had to because essentially this this kid was a red flag and no one dis- like yeah cool cool the RCMP said that they needed to deal with him but they didn't and James Pitt who was just a nineteen year old trying to be nice do a good deed and yep. give someone a ride mm-hmm. he's laid to rest in the Montney Cemetery still okay and I did find uh, his gravesite and where he is where he was laid to rest but I didn't find his obituary okay yeah. So if well, anybody does know information about that that does want to share, yeah, we're you know we always want to bring light to the the victims because of those these are cases. the most important people. Yeah, yeah, you know. Fuck. And that guy and Darcy's dead. Yeah, no, he is. Uh, fuck, that was a hard one. Isn't that wild? That, and these, I didn't even hear about this. I didn't hear about it until out. he died. Yeah, because he we had ran something, but like. You know, here's the thing with psychopaths is that they know the thing about psychopaths. We don't need to pick just one. But the (laughs) thing about psychopaths is that they know how to make you care about them. And that's how they survive. Right. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. they know. So, you know, the statement when I first read it was like, oh, shit, he got failed by the system. But now that I think about it, I'm like, no, no. I mean, maybe. A little bit because they were like, oh, this kid's a problem and they didn't deal with him and they killed two people. And that's when they had a problem. I think that's the thing is that, you know, especially in the North here, there's not mental health supports or at least not as robust as they used to be, especially not in the 80s. Or this case even and some other ones that I'm going to cover are going to be dealing with like the foster care system. Oh, yeah. And in and out. So because obviously he was taking his parents had abandoned him 
at one yeah, point, when, right? Anyway, that's, that's wow, that case, was really Spencer. heavy. Yeah. Shit. Well, Thought okay. I'd bring it down a notch for Christmas. You know? Yeah, you know, especially for the holiday season. But man, that's interesting. I did not know about that. But yeah, no, the 80s, you didn't talk about mental health. You especially didn't talk about all that stuff. So, all right. Well, that was a great, well, it wasn't a great story, but it was, it, thank you for telling it. Um, anybody with any more information on these crimes, you know, again, feel free to reach out to us. We're not, we're not doing anything. Um, <laughs> Except for our normal day to day Yeah, jobs. our, our, our genuine thing. You want to talk true crime? You want to talk about how your dog ate your Christmas present? I don't care. You know, you can reach out to us on Instagram, uh, secrets of the north underscore podcast. Uh, and if you got some crimes that happened in the region, feel free to reach out to us about those too. We did get a few messages, so we got a few kind of in the hopper, as uh, our news director would say. Uh, I said hour like you worked with me, but you I know. know we're just ha- we just happened to record in my office. But anyway, no, it's been really great. Uh, you know, we're winding down for the new year a little bit, but uh, we got some more content coming at you in the new year. So 2023, it's going to be our year, guys. Let's just let's just enter quietly. Don't touch <laughs> anything. Um, but uh, you know what? We'll get there. Uh, we'll have some photos to post for for you for this uh, mm-hmm. this episode. And um, again, if you have any suggestions about a case that you want covered. Please reach out to us. Uh, Emily, do. where can I find you if I want to just want, uh, if I didn't, you know, if I hate that, that guy named Spencer and I yeah. just want to see your content, where can I find you? Well, besides in your butt, you can go to E to the underscore G, that's G-E-E, at Instagram. Nice. If you want to see pictures of a cute dog and a cute cat, which is the majority of what I post on Instagram. And two cute men. Yeah. Mm. yeah, two cute uh, men and a couple animals. Uh, a man who can't put his jacket on, and a guy mm. that needs to help him. Uh, Bless him. Our two birthday animals. twins. Birthday twins. Uh, you can reach me at S P H A L L ninety seven or Sfall ninety seven. You know what? I was wondering why I was getting all these random, random invites from people, and then I realized it's because of the podcast. I'm yeah, like, I don't know you. Goodbye. But also, we appreciate you reaching out. And again, uh, Northern Lights Estate Winery. Please check it out. It's delicious. Very, very drunkening. Uh, as <laughs> make sure you're drunkening. Make sure that you drink water. Oh, yeah. As well. I have water. I also have water somewhere. It's right here. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. You know, we launched this podcast without a lot of expectations. I mean, we did get told that we were not podcast worthy by one commenter. So thank you for that. Oh, really? Uh, where, yeah, where, we did. Where, oh, my where, God. Where? Yeah, I forgot. I didn't. I told you. I, <gasps> I made a res- resolution not to tell you. But uh, no, on one of the comments, we were told that our stories are great. The murders are great, but the okay. podcast hosts ain't great. We are oh, not okay, podcast okay. worthy. No, um, that's which, fine. Uh, that's to that fine. commenter. I really welcome listening to your podcast. So when you have a podcast, <laughs> feel free. Then I will actually take your criticism. But I for now, journey for thank them. you. Yeah, no, well, thank you for that. Uh, appreciate that. Really made my day. But at the same time, I did get a message from somebody on Twitter on the same day saying that they were born in Fort St. John and they absolutely love our podcast. So it's very I, hard to tell which one to listen to. You know what? You go by numbers and I've had a lot of people tell me how much they're liking it. I yeah. mean, and then these aren't even people that know me. Yeah, so, no. Like, so I'm like, sometimes I wonder where I'm like, oh, are they saying this because they know me. Emily? But no. But <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you know, here's the thing is, that, you know, I appreciate the feedback. I do. Um, but, me you too, know, but I also follow you. the rule of if you don't got nothing nice to say, maybe don't say it. You know, I kind if, of love it. I but I also what I love the most about me. it, what I love the most about it was. 
Well, the murders are great, <laughs> the but murders. the podcast hosts, mm, I don't know, where I'm like, okay, uh, <laughs> I don't know where to go with that. Glad that the murders are up to snuff for you, you know, I guess. They're entitled. No, absolutely. Opinion, and you're and entitled. I like, I don't, I'm not mad that someone doesn't like me. That's just kind of the case when you're in media. But the fact oh, that yeah. somebody took the energy to be like, Meh. All right. They're cool. just trying to warn other people. They are. You know what? And if you know what? If you're not our, if we're not your cup of tea, that's fine. That's I'm fine. okay with that. Five hundred other people, I guess. Some some other folks like us, and yeah. that's important. Uh, <laughs> and we like and we like them too. All right. Cool. Well, cool thank you so much for listening. Again, very tragic tale, Emily. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, feel free to follow us, and feel free to send us your secrets or suggestions. Excellent. Excellent. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this EnergeticCity.ca podcast. EnergeticCity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join.